Hi Mama and happy Boxing Day if you celebrate. Next up is of course New Year's and all the New Year's resolutions that come with that. Or we can all come together for a moment, take a breath and choose to slow down while we switch our focus to celebrating ourselves. Because what I've noticed with myself and the mums I coach is that at this point in the holidays we're pretty tired and depleted and yet we push ahead with making resolutions from this place and so our focus goes to all the ways we think we've fallen short over the last 12 months and all the things that didn't match up to the resolutions we made for ourselves last year. And then we once again set the unrealistic intention to become a whole new person once the clocks roll over into the new year, not even seeing all the ways we love and appreciate and admire who we, who we already are now. So I'm going to share my own example here. My New Year's resolution last year was to lose weight. I wanted to lose 12 pounds. And after five months of working out regularly and eating much healthier, I reached my goal weight. And then a couple of months later, I broke my little toe and I didn't work out for eight weeks and the weight slowly started to creep back on. Now, I can blame my broken toe for this or I can also choose to see the decisions I made, like eating fast food and M&Ms every day on our trip to Disney World in October or not working out even my upper body and seeing how they contributed I can choose to end the year seeing only all the ways I gained weight, completely ignoring all the ways I lost the weight, or I can celebrate that I created for myself a blueprint that I can use again and again to be the weight I want to be because I like how that feels in my body. We want to remember that our brains are always busy gathering evidence to support the beliefs we already have. So when we focus on where we're not measuring up as we look to the future, we don't actually allow ourselves the chance to plant real seeds of growth and possibility for the next year. So let's dive in now to how we can celebrate ourselves as the end of the year approaches and step into the new year from the fertile soil of success on January the 1st. Hi Mama and welcome to Stay Up Full Motherhood. Do you want to be present with your kids and light yourself up pursuing your passion without adding more to your plate? Are you tired of waiting for one day when to finally have time for you? Are you sick of making decisions dictated by your to-do list and still struggling to get it all done? I'm Jo, mum of three and life coach for stay-at-home mums and I spent seven years telling myself everything else had to get done first before I could start the blog I'd always wanted. I believed there just wasn't enough time for me and that even if there was, I'd struggle to have the energy and focus to do it anyway. Until I found a way to stop being busy doing all the things and instead prioritise getting what matters done. And now I'm sharing what I've learned with you. So take a deep breath in, remind yourself you're worth the effort and breathe into your knowing that you are capable of everything you decide you want for yourself. Let's go. 
So if you're planning on making resolutions for 2024, I want you to first write down what you're celebrating about yourself now. How did you show up this year in the ways that you wanted to? How did you not show up in the ways you wanted to? And then learn from that and ask your brain, how am I not yet noticing all the ways I've shown up this year that would actually make me incredibly proud if I allow myself to see them? Remember, your brain is like a supercomputer and it will always answer any question you ask of it. So this is the best way to mine your mind for gold. So we do things for ourselves all the time and then we think nothing of it at all. Uh, We tell ourselves it's very run of the mill, this is something that everyone does and this is just not a big deal. But any time you decide to show up for yourself is a big deal because we know that we have every option not to. So here's an example. I went to the gym this morning and there were some new young fit guys there and at the end of this very tough hit workout I heard one of them say to his friend I haven't worked out like that in six years and I took a moment to reflect that back on myself I show up to these workouts regularly and if I fall off the wagon I get back on it again and again and again even after an eight-week break as I nursed my little toe and let my mind go to the place of I'll never be able to do hard hit workouts ever again. What our brain offers to us are not facts. We can remind ourselves that we are wired for negativity because we descended from ancestors who assumed that the poisonous berries were, in fact, poisonous. What I want for all of us is that we celebrate ourselves any time we choose not to listen to that part of our brain. Which brings me to point number two, which is that celebrating you reduces your desire to compare yourself to others at all. If I'd been celebrating myself every time I showed up to that gym this year, I wouldn't have been so surprised today to see that me doing my workouts is something I truly admire about myself. I would have already been in that awareness without needing the comparison to someone else to get there. Not that there's anything wrong with this. There's no need to follow our brain's easy path into judgment of ourselves here. But consciously deciding to celebrate ourselves does bring our attention to where we ultimately want it to be. In awareness that we actually like and admire many, many, many of the ways that we're showing up in the world right now. Because the truth is we will only start measuring up once we decide that we measure up to ourselves. We don't need to try to keep up with anyone else's standards on how they live their lives. And this is why I gave up trying to follow cleaning plans on the internet a long, long time ago. Back then, I never saw myself as capable of keeping up with them. But it took me years to realise it was because I didn't actually want to. I could decide, based on what I saw with my own eyes, what I wanted to clean and how often. And I could be free to change my mind on that whenever I wanted to. There is no right way, and we can appoint ourselves the authority and the expert on anything we want. Deciding that I am the expert on things I want to make my own decisions on, like my family and my lifestyle and my cleaning schedule... It's something that I celebrate often because 
I find it helps me to embody the knowing that I have in my body about what is right for me. So again, I'm going to quote Sally Hardy here, who says that any limiting belief you have about yourself serves someone else in some way and not you. You want to be living from an empowered place wherever possible, so celebrating doing things your way is imperative. What we want to remember is that the current story we have about ourselves is the only thing that determines who we compare ourselves to. If we're experiencing self-loathing and self-criticism, we then choose to compare ourselves unfavourably to people we deem better than us. Whereas if we're filled with self-love and self-confidence, we compare ourselves favourably to people who have not yet achieved what we've already accomplished. But the only thing that matters here is who you are and what you want to create for yourself in your life. You always get to choose and when it comes to your thoughts, you always get to focus on what fuels you rather than what drains you. And now the last point I want to make today is that celebrating yourself will also positively impact your relationship, often in very powerful ways that you might not be aware of. So for example, if you're feeling resentful or annoyed at your partner right now, which is very common around the holidays when it can seem like you're only ever hearing criticism and complaints from everyone all the time, take a moment to question whether this is really what's going on. Our brains naturally gloss over anything positive we hear about ourselves and focus instead on the negative comments we receive. And not only that, but if you're down on yourself and engaging in a lot of negative self-talk, your brain could also be making your partner's words evidence of your own thinking, perhaps detecting criticism where none was even intended. But when you invest your energy in celebrating yourself and regularly look for all the evidence of the incredible ways you've shown up this year, whether that's as a partner or anything else, your brain then active, actively seeks out more of this, finding it in both your own actions and in other people's words and behaviours. You'll see the exact same sentence from your partner then open up to an entirely different interpretation in your mind. Of course, this doesn't mean you won't ever be on the receiving end of criticism. We can choose, if we want to, to listen to it and be open to it and perhaps look for the possible truth in it, rather than jumping immediately to defensiveness and resentment. Some criticism may hurt precisely because it's true. And we always have the choice to be open to that being okay and deciding to learn from it again without beating ourselves up about it. So let's take this time before the new year to really acknowledge all of our achievements, to write them down and then to really celebrate them off the page too, whether that's with a dance party, which you know is my favourite, or maybe sharing your successes with your partner, or by standing in front of the mirror and giving yourself a high five while you look yourself in the eye, which is what Mel Robbins recommends in her book, The High Five Habit. And it's also a brilliant idea to start a nightly journal of all the ways you've made yourself proud each day, because as you begin to fill up those pages, you're collecting more and more evidence of just how amazing you truly are. 
Words are magic. Spelling really is a spell. So remind yourself of this when your brain tells you that you don't have time for your nightly celebration. Because when we truly live into this celebration of ourselves, we become energised and motivated to show up in a way that makes absolutely anything available to us. We're in the belief that we are already successful, that we already have created what we want for ourselves many, many, many times over. And when we're sitting in that success, our goals for the new year become inevitable because that is who we know ourselves to be. Okay, Mama, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm wishing you a very happy new year and inviting you to come sign up for your free 20-minute discovery call at my website, joyfulmamacoaching.com. That's joyful with two L's. I would love to meet you over on Zoom to help you to prioritize your time from a place of believing that what you want to create is already done. Okay, time for me to go dance in the kitchen to this week's song, which is Jump Around by House of Pain. I challenge you not to dance to it. Till next Tuesday, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.